Hi everybody, I'm Dr. A, coming to you today as one of the descendants of a truly remarkable people who ended up in a rural central Alabama town known as G's Bend. This podcast will highlight parts of their intriguing stories and the impact of this incredible legacy on their descendants. Others have told my family's story, but now as a descendant, I feel that it is time to tell our own stories. Hi, this is Dr. A, and I'm excited that I get to share a topic that I'm very passionate about, which is legacy and that legacy matters. There are several aspects of legacy that I look forward to exploring with you, such as that legacy can be thought of in terms of the past, the present, and the future. Also, legacy can be historical, intergenerational, societal, political, economic, educational, social, spiritual, and religious. And I'm sure the list can go on, but I'll stop right there. I want to leave you with some things to think about and to consider, especially as it relates to legacy. Things you may not have thought of, thought about in this particular way, or framed in this particular way. For example, when you think about legacy, what comes to mind? For me, when I thought about legacy, it was easy to think about it in terms of inheritance. And I think that's actually a good place to start. For example, when I think about an inheritance, I think about what's being passed down to me. For example, you are receiving something that has been left with you in mind. It's an intentional gift. And I think that's incredible for someone to be so thoughtful and intentional in their decisions that they would Think enough of you to pass something down for you, actually to pass something down to you. It's a very specific way of leaving something good behind and transferring a gift to another generation. That's why I think legacy is so important and it's something that we should be intentional about. You're passing something down from one generation to another. You're transferring something that could be very tangible or intangible to another generation. As I said earlier, a legacy could be educational, it could be political, um, spiritual, or religious, and there are some people who actually leave a legacy of being business owners or entrepreneurs. But for the sake of this podcast, of course, I'm focusing on a family legacy. Thinking about my family in a personal context, I see how certain things shaped who I am and what I have become. Wrapped in my family legacy is my identity, my beliefs, my values, and also my status, my class, and my education. At least in terms of where I started and how that initial starting point affects where my journey ends and where I am currently. So you may not be aware, or you may be aware, that family legacy can be both positive and negative, 
or positive or negative. And it doesn't have to be an either or. You can have both good and bad. So um, since I'm a church girl, I've heard a lot about legacy, but not necessarily in those terms. I've heard about it in numerous church services uh, framed in terms of generational curses and generational blessings. Um, when you think about generational blessings, you're thinking about those things that are really positive that has been that have been passed down to you. And it could be something as simple as, as having a positive outlook, of having positive speech, of having a good, healthy uh, self-identity, self-awareness, um, self-esteem. And then there, there are those quote-unquote generational curses, that legacy that may not necessarily be positive. And when you think about, um, at least when I've heard generational curses talked about in church, you know, it's the result of like uh, chemical addictions, drugs, and alcohol that could lead to, you know, being locked up or cycles of poverty, which could be generational poverty, and also um, a legacy of abuse. You know, if your mom was in a, an abusive relationship, then there's likelihood that you'll be in an abusive relationship. And if, you know, your dad was an abuser, it's likelihood that he could pass that down as well. So those are just some examples of um, legacy and legacy that can be framed, as I've said before, in terms of an inheritance, in terms of generational curses and blessings. But whatever way you choose to think about it, it does matter and it impacts you whether you are aware of it or not. And I think that it's important to challenge ourselves to think about what type of legacy we want to leave. At least that's my challenge to you. So I challenge you to reflect on who you are in the present and if you can trace any of your identity to the people who have gone before you, I encourage you to do that. You may be like me where I only knew one side of my family very well and I didn't know the other side of my family very well. So in my case, I grew up having very intimate knowledge of my mother's side and I didn't know my dad's side as, as well. And that's how I ended up um, trying to express this journey and this exploration through this particular podcast and calling it Dinah's Legacy. There were, you know, there was so much um, self-reflection and contemplation and meditation on how I wanted to um, have a future legacy and thinking about the past legacy of my second great-grandmother. And I felt that the best way to honor her and my other ancestors was to start from her and call this Dinah's Legacy because it this uh, podcast and the website reflect who she was and who I am in trying to bridge that gap between generations and acknowledge the type of legacy that was passed on. Um, the legacy that I may have been conscious of and the legacy that I was unconscious of. And that unconscious legacy was the becoming aware of the connection of my family and having that direct connection to the continent. So that was just this most amazing gift. And as I thought about how this 
awareness and this knowledge impacted me, it led me back to legacy. And so what I want to be able to leave with this podcast, I really want to be able to leave something that I could pass on primarily to my my daughter, my nieces and nephews, my cousins, and my family just to actually know and come to appreciate just the richness and the absolutely incredible levels of grit and determination that specifically our second, well, my second great-grandmother had to have had to overcome such inhumane and treacherous conditions. I want my family to know who we are. I want the richness of our stories to be passed down because there is so much power in stories. I uh, recently listened to a presentation by Dr. Tahari Jackson, and she was explaining some things about um, how to have these really hard conversations about race, diversity, and inclusion. And one of the things that she said during this presentation was that stories change hearts and minds. And yes, we can um, recount historical facts, and we can recount all the things that we know about the transatlantic slave trade and the history of all these things that happened in the United States. But for me, taking those historical facts and just some of the common knowledge that we have and being able to frame it from a personal standpoint matters. And couch in all of that is part of my family's legacy. And that gives me so much um, joy and excitement. Not necessarily uh, the conditions that they had to endure, but just knowing that that's the kind of blood that runs through my veins gives me such a sense of pride. It gives me such a sense of appreciation of who I am and uh, where I came from and just how much um, God has shown himself through this particular journey for me is actually an answer to prayer, actually knowing who I am and where I came from and if, in fact, I could find that connection to the continent. And as I sit here and talk about the legacy, the legacy of knowing who you are as it relates to the grand scheme of things has had such a profound effect on me, even at this particular age. And I'm so appreciative knowing that my story is not just a story that is singular and even exceptional. There's so many people who have that shared um, knowledge about their ancestors and that have also shared stories about it. But what makes my story unique is that it's my story. And it's couched in my body, how I walk and navigate through the world. And that is not just a story that's not connected. That's the other most fascinating part. The part that I really, really, really love is that there's a connection. And even if you hear this podcast and you're not a part of my biological family, you know, knowing in that ethereal um universal sense and that we're all connected. I hope that you will be inspired 
to, at some level, reflect on your own story, your own identity, and find how you're connected to your ancestors, to your family. You know, you may not be able to uh, track it all the way back to the continent, or, you know, you may not even have descended from enslaved Africans. Um, and that's another fascinating journey. But what makes it so fascinating and so rich is it is that it is your story. My legacy that I want to leave is the importance of telling your own story. Dinah's legacy, this particular podcast and the um, accompanying website is a manifestation of my discovery of my past legacy manifested in the present and hopefully will impact future legacy and future generations. I also would just like to acknowledge just how much thinking about my second great-grandfather mother motivates me right now. Sometimes I think about us having a conversation and her, you know, being able to appear across time and there's like a little bridge where I can have a imaginary conversation with her. And I want to share with her about some of my challenges and some of the things that I encounter from day to day, in particular, some of the challenges that I still face, even in the 21st century, even in 2020, that I'm the only one still. And um, I think about just the sheer amount of grit and determination and uh, creativity that she had to have to survive the levels of adversity in those situations that seemed absolutely insurmountable. And I think about trying to see her face and what it would be expressed on her face, seeing me um, four generations after her. And um, I think what I imagine seeing is just a sense of pride and um, gratefulness that only mothers can have. You know, as a mom, I see how um, I watch my daughter and experience her life um, as a as an observer now, because she's an adult, so I don't have as much, you know, in, uh, input. I, I hope that the influence still stays, but I don't have as much input and say so as to what she does from day to day. But I can, um, I can imagine that my second great grandmother has that same look of appreciation and gratefulness to God that we're still here, that we're thriving, that we're doing well, even if things aren't exactly as we would hope they would be. And I could imagine her saying, you know, I'm proud of you and you keep going because you have so many people rooting for you. So I sit here and I smile and I think about that. And it gives me so much um, satisfaction to be able to think about her in that way. Someone that I didn't even know existed before last May. That um, decision, that intentional decision to do something in your life 
that's going to impact the future, future generations have an impact on your future legacy, is something that I imagine that she must have thought about. And when I think about it in that way, it gives me strength. And I think legacy does that. So I want to close by acknowledging and honoring my connections to my ancestors by saying, I'm the daughter of Rogers, who is the son of Ella, who is the daughter of Sally, who was the daughter of Dinah. Ashe.